Man, you won't believe the phone call I just got. This guy told me that the Roar is the best sports talk station in the upstate. We are the Roar, where every day is game day. Box with Brad and Jonathan are joining us. Hour three kicking off right now. You want to get in 654 Roars, the number on the phone lines and on the Adams and Co. roofing text line. We've got a lot to get to here in this final hour of the show. We've talked a lot about Ohio State and their all star team and what's it going to mean. We put them on the concerno meter. We will see uh, just uh, what all that entails. I actually <laughs> to bring up a good point though, John. Is Myrtle Beach going to be a ghost town this year? Because they committed all their money to NIL. What are we going? Are they? Is NIL taking tourism funding away from our state? You're trying to get me fired up this morning, aren't you? Concern on meter one through five, five, and not just Myrtle Beach, Brad. I mean, we're, we're going to feel it. We're, we're going to feel it at the hometown here. We're going to feel it. <laughs> Hill and now, I may actually be able it. to go to Harbor Town for the first time in the summer in you know twenty something years, but yeah. Charleston gonna fill it. Uh, Charleston's fine. Uh, I mean, <laughs> There's so many people there. Charleston's fine. <laughs> Simpsonville's gonna fill it, according to a texter. It <laughs> says it's about twenty percent Ohio State. Simpsonville. The economy in Simpsonville is plummeting, John, with the NIL commitments it takes to fund the football program in 2024. It's gonna have some real it's damage. Do some damage to our state, our beautiful Palmetto State. Six five four roar. Red's up next. Hey, Red, how are you? Hey, Brad. Hey, John. So, I'm thinking the thing that needs to happen is these players that are negotiating with the NIL, they need to find out whoever Bobby Bonilla did his deal with and get in contact with him because Bobby Bonilla is going to still receive $1.9 million dollars it's the greatest contract in sports. Yeah. Set for life. Yeah, it's the greatest contract I've ever seen. Yep. You're set for life if you just span it out. The average income for somebody, I don't know where they get this from, but it's, say, $80,000 a year. Problem. Um, the, the problem but, with that, Red, is uh, he's gonna. It, it, he may be topped by Shohei Otani, who's going to be receiving that money until yeah. he's like 50 or 60. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a great way to do it. I mean, you're getting, wow, $1.9 million a year. You already know that's coming in. You don't have to do anything. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. So, but that was my, my thought on the NIL. Thank you, Red. Appreciate you getting in. Good to hear from you. Thank you. Yes, yeah, sir. Take oh. care. 654 Roar. Dave in Simpsonville is up next. Hey, Dave. Hey, guys. Appreciate you getting me in. Don't, you know what's funny is that, this NIL, they, they forgot about COVID and the whole way that COVID shut down athletics for the good part of, of the year, right? Cut that, shut down NCAA basketball, shut down uh, NCAA baseball, and we got a very thin football schedule. But you know what we were able to do with all of that discretionary income that we were dumping into those venues? is we found something else to do with it. 
You know, I will tell you right now, I am in no way, shape, or form interested in paying for a 19-year-old kid to come to Clemson and drive a 2024 Dodge Charger when I'm tooling around in a 2017 Nissan Rogue with 93,000 miles on it. Amen. Because it's gotten to the point, and I think Mickey made this point yesterday, it's it's no longer us versus them. We don't know the players because the players that they're going to come in this year are going to jettison next year because somebody's going to pay them more. And I think that's ridiculous. And even the NFL doesn't have the guys jumping out so quickly each year. They've got to go on contract. And they've got to be relieved. And I think if we're going to continue to do this NIL stuff, then I think it's up to the universities, up to NCAA football, however you want to cut, cut it, that you got to put, a, put some restrictions on jumping out uh, every single year. Uh, because at the end of the day, I can find something else better to do with my money than go spend – watching these kids come in. I can watch it on TV for free, and win or lose, I'm still going to support the Tiger Paul, and I'm still going to love my Clemson ring because at the end of the day, that's what's all that matters. So, you know, I don't want to be that guy, that old get-off-my-lawn guy, but it's turning into something where they're going to force us to be that way. I $3,000 to go watch LSU and South Carolina tonight play basketball, women's basketball. Three thousand dollars for a ticket. How much are those guys getting paid? You know, it's, it's getting to a point where you're gonna price us out. Y'all have a great day. You too, Dave. Thanks for getting in. I mean, there's no question that I, oh, this sounds mean. I don't mean for it to be, but I want to see all this money come to nothing for some of these programs, just to see if they do it again. Yep. If Ole Miss and Ohio State. And Texas A&M, well, Texas A&M doesn't care. Money, money's monopoly money to them, to a lot of them. But I, I'm just curious, do these programs continue to receive this funding year in and year out? Are the I, boosters really going to back this that, if this falls apart for an Ole Miss or an Ohio State? This has been one of my biggest questions since we did this thing. How are you going to... So, all right, let, let's use... Let's use the, the number that is out there floating around Ohio State right now, $13 million for this... 2024 roster. Let, let's just, I don't believe the number for the record, but let's just use it here for example. All right. So that's 13 million for the 2024 football team in Columbus, Ohio. All right. Now we know Ohio State cares about the rest of their athletics too. They don't just care about football there. Sure. So you're having to go ask your donors and alums and boosters and everybody else to then give to the other sports too because the 13 million is just allocated for football. So let's say this year, Brad, that, you know, we were laughing in the last segment of, you know, what if Ohio State just goes like 9-3 and three or 10-2 and two or something and they don't achieve any of the goals in which they want? So now you have to go to your fan base next December and tell them, hey, the $13 million actually didn't get us anywhere. But it's probably going to cost us between 18 and 20 to go forward in 2025. Okay. That sounds... Hey, great. We had a nice year in 25, but guess what? If we want to do it again in 26, we're going to need 22 to $23 million to run this to run this thing. Yeah, it's not going to start going down. The asking mark is not going to reduce. And there's no discounts involved. It's going to continue to go up and up and up and more and more and more. Unless, of course, we get 
a change in the system or some regulation or whatever it may be. I don't see that on the horizon right now. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna surmise that it even happens until it starts to. But that's that's my thing. If it doesn't work this year, are you gonna get some people to sign up for that idea? Sure, but are you gonna get the same number and the same amounts and more money rolling in? I just don't think so. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I underestimate some of these boosters and some of these programs and their willingness to support them. But I just think there's going to be a limit, a cap to what these folks are going to be willing to shell out. Definitely. How could there not be? Now, whether it's in one year or it's in 10 years, I mean, I think every university is going to be on a different timeline about when they really want to go all in on it versus not. But imagine being A&M where you've not only got to reach a certain payroll every year, but now you, you had to go in and ask them to buy out the Jimbo Fisher contract. I, what happens if Ryan Day gets bought out? Does that mean the NIL money is it? Because the school's not going to pay for that full buyout. I wouldn't think. Somebody's got to chip in on that. They got budgets to make. Now, you could maybe use the, the TV money from Fox towards the buyout, but you can't use that money towards your roster yeah yeah which is why i just think this is so crazy that they are that the the people on the border at ohio state are scrooge mcduck diving into a pool full of gold coins but yet we have to ask the fans to pay for it i just refuse to believe that i just there's just no end in sight to it and then every year you're going to put in more and more and more and more and more and more Every single season. Because at some point, these guys, these boosters or people, whether you're given 1000 or or 100000 or whatever the number is, some point you got to look in the mirror and be like, I'd rather send my own kids to college than send these kids that I don't know to college. Well, I'll ask I'd, rather, I'd rather, if you have enough money, would you rather own a second house in a fun location that's not Columbus, Ohio, or would you rather pay for a cornerback? Would you rather do it that way, or would you prefer... To pay more money in your ticket, more money in your your IPTA yeah. giving, uh, and that that take care of it, and it be a like you know where the money's going then. Like it's it's systematic. It's paid through the school. It's paid through the university, and right. it's all it's all salary. But at least at least you know how it's being used. You know something I'm curious about with the with booster stuff moving forward. You know, in the past, when a big time booster wanted to give to a university. It was to put their name on a building. It was so they could point to everybody else, hey, look what I did. You see that locker room named after me? I did that. Right, we're not going to be able to go into stadiums and be like, hey, you see that quarterback over there? You're welcome. Like, they're not going to put on the jersey brought to you by Booster X. Hey, don't, don't sell well, that idea short. Well, maybe they may, but... <laughs> don't sell that idea short. We don't know where this could go. We, we could go Ricky Bobby and put a Fig Newton sticker on, you know, helmet visors or something. Who knows? Uh, we there's there, there's an avenue for that. I just like everything has a boiling point. Everything has a saturation. Everything has a cap to it when it comes to things like this. At some point, somebody's somebody's multiples are going to say, "No, I'm not giving you that five million I gave you last year. We lost to Michigan. I'm tired of it." But, but if you give us $10 million, then we're going to beat them. No, they're not going to go for that. At some point, they're going to say no. The win? What the cap is? I don't know. Stevie in Simpsonville is up next. Hey, Stevie. And you guys are on fire. DuckTales reference as well as Talladega Nights. That's the way to work those in. 
<laughs> Thank you, Stevie. Um, yeah, I think people glossed over the diving in the gold gold coins. Uh, man, that brought back some some memories. Anyway, uh, quick question for you guys, and you guys are kind of dancing around it and touch it. Uh, did any of the universities uh, provide any of the NI money, NIL money, or is this completely separate from like college tuition and things like that? That completely the separate might have to foot some. Completely okay, I'll just double check yeah. on that. So, so I don't disagree. I mean, you might be moving towards a NASCAR jersey, you know, down the road of you know, brought to you by Bojangles, and have a little patch, depending on some of these things. Because I mean, it only takes one lawsuit to say, hey, I need to kind of get my NIL money going up, and you're stopping me from doing that, and earning a keep, you know. And and because we know NCAA has no backbone, it's just going to take one lawsuit somewhere. Um, the other question I had is, you know, basically these kids are playing in all different states. Um, are they getting taxed like, you know, NFL pros and stuff like that? Because essentially, you know, it's like just money pouring in, but are they getting taxed on it from there or from the, the home base of the university or just wherever they play? Yeah, I Man, guess. I'm just curious to how all this shakes out. Yeah, that's, that's a really good question, Steve. I, I don't know all the – I mean, they, they, if they're gaining income in that state, they will pay the, the state income taxes. Uh, but in terms of, right. of, I don't think it's like the NFL though. When they're going to play the game at Michigan, is their NIL going to be taxed versus Michigan laws? Like well, I think it's just about where, or well, is it where you're receiving the payment? Well, that's the thing. I don't know. If, if you're from Florida and you're playing in South Carolina, who are you paying? Because you don't have to pay these taxes in in Florida. So, like, what? Who are you paying? Right. Yeah, I don't. I don't know the answer to those right. questions. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm just like, like you said, it's Wild Wild West, and you're just kind of sitting here. Uh, uh, you, you made a great point. When is the university or, or the athletic department going to go all in and hopefully gain, you know, you know, the notoriety, the, the additional, you know, tuition and different things that come with winning that one championship and how long will that ride out before they're going to have to pony up uh, the next one. That's going to be really interesting to see how it plays out yeah. uh, until there's some, some, I guess, guardrails around this Wild Wild West. But I appreciate you guys taking the call. Good call, Stevie. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you getting in. Yeah, it's it's very difficult to think that there's just limitless funds for this. Six five four roar. We'll take a quick break here in hour three. You want to get in? We'll take some more calls and read some texts after this. I'm Will Davis with the Davis Law Group. Davis Law Group offers comprehensive family court services across the state. If it's in family court, we handle it. From emergency custody cases to dividing millions of dollars in assets, we're the team you want in your corner. We help hardworking dads secure time with their kids. We help dedicated moms and wives achieve financial stability. We have the honor of helping build non-traditional families through adoption and third-party custody cases. We believe that families come in all shapes and sizes. Contact us today at davis.law. Let us see how we can help. Is your crawl space damp or musty? Water in your crawl space can cause wood to rot and creates an environment for mold and mildew that can make its way inside your home. Canty Foundation Specialist specializes in crawl space repair. Call us today for your free inspection so you can have the peace of mind knowing your crawl space is dry and your home is protected. Call today, 864-641-0176 or visit cantycanfixit.com. Hey, it's Toby from Wendy's. Picture a Baconator. The six strips of Applewood smoked bacon, the hot and juicy beef, the pretzel bun. Wait, pretzel bun? A pretzel Baconator. And it's only here for a limited time? And right now you can get $3 off mobile orders of $15 or more with the offer in the Wendy's app? 
This changes everything. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new Pretzel Baconator. Limited time only or participating U.S. Wendy's. $15 minimum required before taxes and fees. Account registration required. Health insurance. How can you possibly choose the right plan when there are 64 plans to choose from? Maybe you just turned 26 and need to buy insurance for the very first time. Maybe you just received a letter that your Medicaid is ending. Maybe you just lost benefits at work. It can be overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be. Give me a call at 864-467-8738 and check out our website, insure-u.com. You can check to see if your doctor's in the network or compare plans side by side. One size doesn't fit all. Let's make sure you have the right plan for you. I'm Guy the Insurance Guy. My company is The Insurance Source, and what we do is simple. We make health insurance easier. Hi, everybody. I'm Don Munson. Up next is your daily update on what's happening with Clemson Athletics. But first, this from Founders Federal Credit Union. Attention all basketball fans, are you ready to experience MVP treatment in banking? Look no further than Founders Federal Credit Union, where personalized service is the winning play. Don't settle for being just another number. Join Founders and receive the personalized attention you deserve, along with great rates, loans, for any reason, and a dynamic online experience. Visit one of their 41 convenient office locations, or visit foundersfcu.com to see if you qualify for membership. Relax, go Tigers! Federally insured by NCUA, membership qualification required, terms and conditions apply. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to the show. Congratulations to running back Will Shipley, as he was named yesterday, as part of the 2023 Academic All-American football team, as selected by the college sports communicators. Shipley, a 2022 honoree, was one of four Division I players on the 2023 Academic All-American team to earn repeat honors. Shipley joined Steve Fuller, Kyle Young, and Chad Carson, to become the fourth multi-time academic All-American in Clemson football history. Clemson has had a total of 14 different players garner 20 all-time academic All-American selections. Shipley, who was already the first Clemson running back ever to be named an academic All-American, earned his Clemson degree in management back in December, becoming the first scholarship football player on record at Clemson to graduate with a perfect 4.0 GPA in only three years. Now, I mentioned Kyle Young and Chad Carson. They actually earned academic All-American honors three years in a row, 1999, 2000, and 2001. But once again, our football players getting it done in the classroom. And as always, go Tigers! Powered by UpCountry Fiber, we are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Providing fiber internet, HDTV, and phone service, UpCountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Get back in the game with the press box. Well, our pitchers are pitching well, and uh, our hitters aren't hitting well, and uh, our fielders aren't fielding well, and uh, our fans aren't fanning well. Weekday mornings from 9 to noon on 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar, where every day is game day.
11.24 a.m. here on The Roar. The Press Box with Brad and John. 654-7627. You want to get in. Yeah, the uh, text line, of course, had a lot to think about there. The absolute text line about the conversation of uh, NIL and the caps and where it goes. And people are talking about what happens when it gets to the high school level. Yes, that's coming. If it hasn't already, in some places it will be in many, many more. I, I honestly just can't. I can't envision what that looks like right now. I can't wrap my head around it. It's tough. It's tough. Um, but text your people a good point. How how do these boosters stop chasing the high of being involved in that? To some, it's probably a rush, and it's a it's it's the closest they've ever gotten to picking their players. It's for the big time people who can't afford a pro team to buy their own team, but this is a way they can feel like they are doing that same thing. Yes. Because it takes a common sense about scarcity these days, true, would indicate that there is no return investment. Then the money dries up. But on the other hand, you've got those boosters chasing that constantly. So I... (laughs) Do you feel... (laughs) What happens at Ole Miss if it doesn't work out? What happens at Ohio State if it doesn't work out? Uh, I think it's very different between Ohio State and Ole Miss if it doesn't work out. Who are we blaming? If you're if you're a fan, a booster, whatever of those schools, who are you blaming? You're blaming the head coach. Whether Bingo. that's right or wrong. Bingo. Because they have no say in the collective. They're not supposed to. Then why, then why are we blaming them? That would make sense if we are going to do that but as you know that just comes to the territory of being the head coach yeah even though it, uh. if your recruiting pitch is tossing out money so you're not forming relationships you're not doing real recruiting right the collective is doing the recruiting for you but you're still on the hook for the results of said recruiting yeah all right along the terms of nil here i have another uh <laughs> i have another concernometer for you john all right I don't know if you saw this, but we talked about David Sanders yesterday. Big lineman guy. Yeah. Yeah. From Charlotte, number one tackle in the country. Be doing a, he will be on campus this weekend at Clemson for the Elite Junior Day. Correct. Uh, he has some interest, or I don't know if he has interest. He was offered by Syracuse this week. Okay. Fran Brown's out there on the trail trying to reinvigorate that program. Sure. Makes, that's what he's there for. How concerned are you that he was offered, along with that scholarship, to go to play for the Orange, not the Orange Tigers, that he could have all-you-can-eat dinosaur barbecue given to him by the manager of Dinosaur Barbecue up in Syracuse for the three years that he is there before he goes to the NFL draft? That's how it was worded by the manager. All the ribs and the pork he wants. At Dinosaur Market. How concerned are you that that is going to sway David Sanders' decision when he makes it and he is a Clemson target right now? One. <laughs> Just a one? I've never been to Syracuse. Full disclosure. I've never been. So, so I have never been. It. I have never been to Dinosaur Barbecue. But I have talked to a lot of people who have been to Syracuse. Mm-hmm. They would say that it's, it's good. It's not great. It's not the greatest barbecue in the world. I think it's really good. I'm, I'm sure that it is. I think it's fantastic. I'm sure that it is. <laughs> I would say that this is going to... This will be a hard offer to turn down. The problem is, 
I have to walk outside every day and be in Syracuse. And then you have to play at Syracuse. It's not just playing. It's 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 being in Syracuse. I go for the barbecue. I leave because it's Syracuse. But that's a heck of an offer. I, what can Clemson counter? <laughs> well, I mean, if we're going to be comparing barbecue, right? I mean, there's only only one you can bring up around here, right? Yeah, there there needs to be a Clemson counter to this because dinosaur barbecue is is worth the trip. I, I'll take your word for it. I've never been. I liked it a lot, uh, but it's going to be going to need to make some text line gets what we're putting down. I don't want to. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, going to have to. <laughs> yes, I think everybody knows where we're going with that. Yes, in terms of the the Clemson counter offer, are they willing to do that? I don't know. I don't know. Dude's like six five, two hundred seventy pounds, and he's going to beef up to probably close to three bills by yeah. the time he gets to college or when he gets to college. He's going to put a hurting on some some pig. Probably so. Just saying. Really big hurting. So, going to have to uh, be careful how you offer this young man. Uh, when that, I, I thought that was funny, though, that Dinosaur Barbecue made that offer. I think there's some local establishments here in the upstate that can counter. Are they willing to do so? We shall see. It's funny, though, that like that feels like it's okay now to do, like it's legal. I don't know that it is. But it at least feels like it. I mean, if you sign them an NIL deal, then then it's perfectly legal. Yeah. In the new world. I don't know. I just find it funny that not that long ago, schools and players and coaches were being punished for giving out too much cream cheese to football players. And now we can come out in recruitment and say, you can eat for free at this restaurant for three years and it's okay. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if he can go to a restaurant owned by Davos Sweeney or not. I don't know if that breaks an NCAA violation. Could. It could. Who knows? We, we don't know what the violations are anymore. Uh, I, I mean, Quinshaw Junkins last year at Ole Miss bought a Mercedes from Nick Saban. I mean, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> That's true. But that all being said, uh, let's not forget Jim Harbaugh is in hot water for buying a cheeseburger for a guy. Burger Gate still a thing. We don't know what the what the uh, punishment's going to be for that. But this guy can get free barbecue if he goes to Syracuse. Tario Chad's up next. Hey, Tario Chad, how are you? If we're giving away free barbecue, uh, I'm kind of an aficionado in lots of things, bourbon, barbecue. Uh, John's East Carolina Pirates will basically have everybody locked. They'll have the greatest offensive line ever. The the Ohio State Dream Team wishes they could be East Carolina (laughs) if East Carolina can start doling out barbecue NIL deals. I mean, I could just give you some, you know, beads, a little Parker's, a little Skylight Inn out in Aiden, a little Bums, a little Haddocks. Preach, Chad. We'll have lots of NIL deals. What's that? I said just keep preaching. Yeah, keep preaching. Hey, um, just real quick, the – the uh, NIL stuff, East Carolina, I mean, East Carolina, North Carolina is doing a big uh, drive for football right now. They're trying to get to a million bucks after two or three weeks. Uh, they were raising an additional. Um, most of the collectives are separate, right? The way I understand that basketball and football are separate, or they. It depends on the school. Separate. It, it it depends okay. on the school, I, you know. Some some collectives have sort of united. You know, a lot of these schools want to get just one collective uh, that everything kind of flows through. It's easier to to manage from that standpoint. Uh, but that's not mm-hmm. always 
Because remember, the school's on the hook for the compliance aspect of the collectives. They're not; they can't be in control of the money in any way whatsoever. Not supposed to be, at least. But they are on the hook in terms of complying with the uh, laws. It's, um, you know, I heard uh, Ben and Qual talking about the model yesterday. I mean, this all is about disruption, of disruption, you know, disrupting the model and. That's where the biggest change are going to come, you know, at the school level. I mean, everybody at the school, if they, you know, take a go to the full pay model, which I'm pretty not I'd be willing to bet anything that that's where we're headed on top of NIL, the whole school is going to have to take a cut. Mm-hmm. Salaries right on down. Mm-hmm. It, they'll have to be cut. The other thing, too, is. I know they build a lot of these buildings and, you know, Dabo's fantasy land and all that is from donations, but all of that stuff is going to, you know, is going to have to take a cut. Um, I heard Nikki this morning talking about Nick Saban. I think he said 31 or 33 players came in and said basically 33. They wanted to play more. Is that right? And they wanted more money. Well, I hate to say this, this is going to sound bad, but, if you're a um, coach that's making 10 or 12 million a year, you really can't say anything to that. Especially when you can leave, go when you want. Your agent can leverage up your contract at will whenever they want, saying that you're going to go here and there. So I hear Mickey, but you really don't have anything to say. Yeah, you might be right about that. Uh, there's, there's, Coaches are put in a in a pretty bad position there. I mean, the, the players. I mean, think about the like the change that we've occurred to where you, as a young player, nineteen years old, will go into Nick Saban's office with demands and know that you can get them, and if you can't, somebody else will meet your demands. How crazy is that, Nick Saban's office of all people? But it's where we're at. If he wasn't, if he wasn't going to retire. <laughs> After those meetings, that was the nail in the coffin. Feels that way, yes. I I would agree you with mean, you. Anyway, yep. All right. So barbecue, uh, the barbecue in Syracuse, nah, no comparison. I am for me to fly, and I've been to Syracuse to go up there to get barbecue when I can go just north, a couple, two or three hours, depending on forty traffic, cars turned over on fire, you know, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, and get it, I'll go there. Take care. Bye. Thank you, Tari Hochat. See, I'm I'm of a different a different ilk here. I, I like barbecue done differently in different ways now. Because I've had it I've had it many places all over the country. And so I I'm I've sort of had it so long <laughs> in <laughs> in one area too that I I'm willing to branch out and try others. Uh I disagree. You I, I'm just like Tar Heel Chad. Yeah, it's it's done one way and done one way only. See, I, that's not how I'm built. I was, I, I was raised that way. I don't know. I can't help it. I've also had a lot of bad barbecue. Yeah. If you've ever if you ever get a chance to work the uh, ACC circuit where you go to a different stadium every Saturday, you're going to come across inevitably some bad barbecue. And and SEC for that matter. Uh, but it's funny. East Carolina's not in either of those two leagues. <laughs> oh, the barbecue there is phenomenal. I, I, Eastern Carolina barbecue is different. It is. I've had it all over the state of North. There, there's like three different kinds of barbecue in the state of North Carolina. 
and it's all good. I wish different kinds here in the state of South Carolina. Absolutely. I don't discriminate when it comes to barbecue. You I don't. just have a preference. Okay. And all it's right. in the eastern part of the state of North Carolina. See, I've, I've had Kansas City barbecue. I have not. I don't know that I would pick it over a, like, like South Carolina barbecue repeatedly, but I, I love a different of a different flavor every now and again. Hey, you're bandwagon bread. You want to hop around. There you want to go. In all walks of life, even bandwagon barbecue bread. If you might want to bring us barbecue here at the station, let us know. Yeah, no, that I'm open to. Yeah. Now we can really have some conversations. Talk about <laughs> negotiations and demands like with NIL. We can really have some conversations if barbecue's on, on the table here. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm I'm sort of open to different kinds of barbecue. It doesn't have to be. Sounds like you and, and Chad are just one kind of barbecue. Got to be this way all the time. I don't know. I, I'm open. I'm open to some things. Yeah, I've had uh, textures naming places. I've I've had been to all these places and had it. A lot of those are good. I'm, I'm not disagreeing with some of the recommendations and, and places we are getting put across here, but <laughs> I'm, do- I'm allowed to have a preference here. We're doing this right before lunch, too. So it's kind of getting people people hangry on the Adams and Coverfield tax line. I totally get that. Totally get that. It's that time of the day, though. Oh, man. 654-ROAR, you want to get in with us. Uh, we got a final segment coming up. We'll do that here in just a few moments. Don't go anywhere on the world. We'll be right back. Calling all coffee lovers. The Dream Center is excited to announce that they have officially launched a coffee brand. They are currently offering three different flavors, Colombian, Donut Shop, and French Vanilla. The Dream Center receives $5 from each bag of coffee sold, and trust me, they're all delicious and a great way to start your morning. Purchase yours today. It'll make a difference. Buy online at dreamcenterpc.org or in person at their easily resale store on Calhoun Memorial Highway. So you're looking for financing on your next vehicle. AutoWorks in Greer has you covered with easy in-house financing and super-fast approvals. Low down payments make life simple, and there's no need to drive all the way to the dealership. We can give you an answer in as little as 10 minutes. Just fill out our FAST app online at autoworksSC.com. With almost 80 vehicles to choose from, including trucks and three-row SUVs, finding your vehicle just got easier. Kick off 2024 in style by visiting autoworksSC.com. That's autoworksSC.com. Valentine's is approaching fast, so be ready for that special day. Rooster's Men's Grooming Center has everything that you need to look your best for your special date. Get anything from a haircut or neck trim to a seven-step facial shave. This modern classic barber shop has everything you need to look your best. Call 864-884-8920 for your next appointment, or use the new Rooster's app to see more of the services they provide located on Pelham Road in Greenville. Do you have sagging, softer, bouncy floors in your home? Well, this could be a sign of rotten wood caused by moisture in your crawl space. Damaged wood in your crawl space can affect your home's foundation, and that can affect your home's value, and nobody wants that. Say goodbye to sagging floors and hello to a stable foundation. Contact Canty today for your free inspection at 864-641-0176 or visit CantyCanFixIt.com. Parenting is hard. It's even harder if your child tells you they're in trouble with the law. What should you do next? Nick Lavery, Clemson's local attorney, is here to help. Nick and his legal team know the best options to help defend and protect your child and their future. Whether it's a DUI, minor in possession, public disorderly conduct, or a fake ID, 
Nick Levy is here to help you and your child. For your free consultation, call 864-654-3680. Boneyard Cycles offers wholesale pricing on Harleys, Customs, Metric Cruisers, and off-road vehicles. Buy local from a local with the best prices, quality parts, service, and shop a selection that rivals the big city shops. Paul and his crew are here to answer your questions about parts, service, buying, or trading. Whether it's your first motorcycle experience or your 10th, a daily driver or weekend cruiser, visit online at BoneyardCyclesOnline.net or shop Boneyard Cycles in person at 507 Pyramondary Road in Anderson. Get a leg and thigh dinner with fixings from Bojangles for just $5.99. It's bow time. Don't miss out on limited time appliance deals during the closeout event at Lowe's. Get up to 35% off select major appliances. Plus, save an extra $100 when you spend $999 or more on all major appliances. Hurry, these deals are too good to last long. Shop in-store or online today because Lowe's knows home improvement. Valid 1-4 through 124. Selection varies by location. While supplies last, see Lowe's.com for details. The college football games may have ended, but the offseason is just getting started. And we have you covered all year long. These fans need to calm down. The big game hype is real. I can't wait. They really need to produce for their fans. The Roar, where every day is game day. The final segment here on the Roars Press Box with Brad and John. You know, we talked about barbecue. <laughs> what better time to remind you? You're hungry. You're in Easley. You're riding through Easley. Stop by Smitty's Smoking Soul Food. They got the pork barbecue for you. They got the ribs. They got the brisket. They've got the soul roll. And if barbecue isn't your thing, they've got wings. It's Wing Wednesday. $1 Wing Wednesday. So you can get them. They're smoked. They're fried. They're phenomenal, and they got all the great sides that you have to have with barbecue. They've got them. Seasoned collard greens, the mac and cheese like Grandma used to make, Smitty Smoking Soul Food, 5284 Calhoun Memorial Highway, right here in Easley, right for 123. Go by and see them today. A lot of great barbecue places out there in the upstate of South Carolina. There's no question. But Smitty's has made noise. They've earned awards. In just a short amount of time, they've been open for a reason. If you haven't checked them out, I think our barbecue conversation is a great, great reason why you should. Go see them today. SmittySmokingSoulFood.com. Check out that website and that menu and all the great specials they have to offer. John, before we dive into any more barbecue conversations or football, uh, NBA news this morning. Is this Concernometer news or <laughs> is this just NBA news? Oh, this, that, there's no reason to put this on the Concernometer. It's, it's just a concern. Everyone knows that it will be when I say what it is. Doc Rivers is coming to Milwaukee. To do what? Coach the team. Like like assistant or rescouting nope. or nope. Head coach. Why? Uh because I have no answer to that question. Adrian Griffin was fired yesterday by the Bucks. And according to Woj from ESPN. A deal is imminent between Doc Rivers and the Milwaukee Bucks. The Bucks want early summer vacation. That's the only thing I can come up with. 
They saw the Cowboys heading down to Cancun early and realized they want a little bit of that action. <laughs> Do you want to know the history of Doc Rivers in the postseason? Because Please. I, we, I would love to know it. We do this all remember, I talked about this last week with Bill O'Brien. We do this all the time. We have a narrative on a person. We talk about this with Bill Belichick. You have a narrative on a person. Does reality match the narrative? And the narrative around Doc Rivers is, is why would you hire a guy who can't win in the postseason? Again. Is, is it true that he can't win in the postseason? I think so, but I don't have the numbers. In 2008, he won the NBA championship with the Boston Celtics. That's a factual statement. Yes, it is. Outside, Here's what he did since then. He has lost in the conference semifinals one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight times. He has the NBA record for the amount of series lost when leading three to two in the series. So you need one win in, what, two games to win the series. He has lost seven times in those situations. He holds the record in the NBA for the most losses in game seven with ten. Double digits? Yes. (laughs) And he has the NBA record for... Uh, 12 series when holding the series lead. He's lost it as a head coach. And he owes NBA record for losing 32 closeout games. John, no one, no one has lost more meaningful basketball in the playoffs in NBA history than Doc Rivers. You know, I asked you earlier in the show so the why the head fits. coach was fired after going 30-13. and 13. We don't know. But why in the world, if you're the second-place team in the East, are you bringing in a guy whose resume shows he cannot win in the postseason when you have Giannis and Dame Lillard? It makes no sense to me. But he, like Mac Brown in November, will find a way to mess this up. Do you agree? Absolutely. If you're a Bucks player, are you going ahead... And scheduling your vacation for mid-May, late May, something along those lines? Probably so. You're probably safe to do it, just based on his track record. Doc Rivers, since that NBA championship in Boston, lost in the semifinals of the conference. Or conference semifinals. Lost NBA finals. Lost in the conference semifinals. Lost in the conference finals. Lost in the first round. Lost in the conference semifinals, lost in the conference semifinals, lost in the first round, lost in the first round, missed the playoffs, lost in the first round, and then four straight loss in the conference semifinals. And how and he had the lead in the majority of those. Three two leads, John, and he can't win them. I mean, especially you go back and look at the rosters he's had. The teams he's had in these situations. Seven times he's had a three two lead and he lost. One, okay, one, it happens. Two, I don't like it. Three, fireball offense, don't do this ever again. And he's back to do it again for a potentially eighth time. I feel bad for you, Bucks fans. I don't know if you have any Bucks fans. Your son's a Bucks fan. My son is a Bucks fan. He's not listening. He's in school. 
Better be. <laughs> he is. Uh, During but, the school day, I will not claim to free Brad's kids. They need to be in school. Thank you. I appreciate that. But when that school bell rings, free Brad's kids. Yeah, they're all right. They're fine. This is going to be, this is not good. He, you know, this was rumored. Like, he's already worried. He was worried it was going to be Doc when, when the news broke. He's already concerned. I love that your son at a very young age already understands that Doc Rivers is a problem to be a head coach of his favorite team. <laughs> yeah, Conservometer was a, was a seven for him when he found out about this. Yeah. Doc Rivers has been blowing leads in the playoffs since before he was born, and he has the full grasp of the situation. I, it's, it's just good to know that sometimes the narrative does fit reality. Every now and then. Every now and again, you win one on that one, and you certainly win it with this one. 654-ROAR, Javante's up next. Hey, Javante. What's going on, Go Tigers? I just want to say, we're talking about Doc Rivers. I mean, I understand his history, but who are you going to hire in the middle of the season like this? I mean, who else is a better candidate you're going to go get right now? Well, okay, uh, I mean, well, can I, I, be down and can, can I fire him before the playoffs start and get somebody else? Can we do that? I mean, I, I understand that, but, I mean, that would be an organization question because they don't want to fire the coaches for the plug. I mean, who else are you going to go grab right in the middle of the season to keep things going? I, I mean, leave an assistant to keep it going? I mean, to me, Doc probably would be built more experienced than an assistant just putting in that role to keep going. Just my opinion. I take comments off the air. Go Tigers. Thank you, Javante. I, I appreciate you getting in. I, I agree with Javante's line of thinking there, which goes back to my original question of why did they fire the guy who was 30-13 and 13 in his first year as the head coach? Apparently, things were bad behind the closed doors. Okay. Like, there was some internal conflicts. Okay. That were occurring. Uh, Some relationship issues and, reportedly, just people, despite the record, if the players players didn't have faith in the head coach to be the head coach, it's probably what it boiled down to. That's fine. I appreciate Javante getting in, providing a little bit of a devil's advocate point there of like, all right, well, who are you going to go get on January 24th? It's not a huge list of candidates. But there's a reason Doc's available to go get. <laughs> I'm just saying. Sometimes the uh, the obvious is not always the obvious. The best. Yeah. Uh, well, again, I would I would fire him before the playoffs started. And, got and then let the else. assistant do it in the playoffs? Hey, Bill Belichick's available. Why not? <laughs> Kind of know something about basketball. Probably. That was a thing or two. Speaking of Bill Belichick, I've seen some odds that are favoring the Falcons as his next head coaching position. It's Again, we're, we're, we're back We're back there? Sounds like it. Do you not? Uh, you don't buy that? Um, I just, I you know, we talked about this with uh, the Nick Saban stuff and the college game, and I think it's a little bit different in the pros, but... I just don't use a ton of Vegas odds in coaching searches. That's just me personally. He was... But I do, to to your point, I give them a little more credence in the pro game when everything is transparent and reported on than I do in college. I was going to try to get the updated odds here. (laughs) Never tell me the odds. I was just laughing at some of the things that are on here. Um... I'll see if I can find him. I can't. I can't get him that quickly. But the 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 last time I saw it, he was like minus four hundred, minus five hundred. Some depending on the sports book, somewhere in that range. That feels very, very, very high to be the next Atlanta Falcons head coach. And like the second option was any other team. 
Like before they even listed the teams, it was any right. other team that was you know. So a lot of signs pointing to that direction right now. It'd make a ton of sense. I mean, I, I, I'm not telling you it's a given. I'm just telling you what the odds are pointing toward. Seeing if you were buying any of that. How about a little bit? Um, I just want to see a little more, a little more reporting on it. That's all. Hey, that's fair. I, I'm not, I'm not trying to push you into. And I only, I only say this because I got burned the other day about calling my shot, saying that Bill Belichick was going to be the head coach on Monday. We walked in here, and he's still not the head coach. But it can still happen. It can't be ruled out. Oh yeah. But the Falcons are doing. I, I, I will say this: he might end up being the guy. But the Falcons are doing as an extensive a search as any team out there. And you have to refresh my memory a little bit. I feel like this is the most extensive search that Arthur Blank has ever done as the owner of the Atlanta Falcons. Maybe. here In terms of, like, I mean, the, the amount of second interviews guys are going through, some of the vetting he is going through, just different people he's talking to, I feel like this is the most detail-laden coaching search that he is, that he has run in a while. Here are the candidates who have interviewed. This from Josh Kendall of TheAthletic.com covers the Falcons. Uh, this was his Wednesday morning update. Two interviews have taken place with Bill Belichick and Raheem Morris. Okay. One interview has taken place with Ben Johnson, Bobby Slowick, Joe Brady, Aaron Glenn, Brian Johnson, Jim Harbaugh, Anthony Weaver, uh, Edge Rivero, Steve Wilkes, Mike McDonald, and Brian Callahan, who was recently just hired by Tennessee. It's a lot of interviews. It's a lot of interviews. So I'm saying this is an extensive group, and it's a well-rounded group. You got OCs, DCs, former coaches, you know, uh, coaches who haven't even been coordinators in years. I mean, you got you got a vast group of of options. I think I think Atlanta is just trying to Blank is trying to make sure he does he he turns over every stone. Doesn't I also feel like it helps anything. right now that the Atlanta Falcons can kind of go through all these interviews. I think they have more to sell right now than their division mate, the Charlotte Panthers, at 2-15, and 15, that I feel like Arthur Blank kind of knows that he has a an advantage in the market right now. Sure. Over David Tepper. And does he? I think so. Yeah, I, th- I kind of think he does. Much too. more attractive product there. I think so, too. Um, do we get any movement? In the next 24 hours. I told you the other day, I'm done predicting when these hires are no, going to be made. No, you have to do it. <laughs> like I set you up that one time on the uh, on the college front. Yeah. You, haven't, you haven't forgotten that yet and let that go yet? No, of course not. I don't let things go like that. I already knew that, that Dan Landing wasn't going to be the coach <laughs> at Bama. That's, inside, no, that, that's like the equivalent of insider trading in sports talk, which you did there. That was the equivalent of that. I forced you. John. You had information that not everybody had. I had information you didn't have, and I put you on the spot right at the end of the segment. And not even five minutes later, Dan Lanning announced. He what do you wasn't mean five minutes? Go. It was thir- it was under a minute. But by, by, by the time we went off the air, before the out of bounds open started, he had already been announced. I thought it was hilarious. I'm glad you can find enjoyment in it. I I kind of knew what I was doing, but it, it it worked out even better than I thought it would. Uh, basketball tonight, John. The Bulldogs on the hardwood. Georgia taking on LSU tonight. That should be a win for Georgia. At home. A team that isn't very good. Got to win that one. I just can't believe that's where you started, Brad. Well, I'm just going through the games by the by the time they, you know, what, what time they start. Okay, by. okay. Miami-Notre Dame. Eh. NC State-Virginia. Eh, I'll pay attention to that one. Wow, where, where are you wanting to go? Auburn and Bama? Well, Iron Bowl. A little Iron Bowl. 
Iron Bowl in the hardwood. Come on now. Bama's a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I like Auburn tonight. Give me the plus. Wow, what? Shocker of the day here. Give me the give me Bruce Pearl in the plus on that one. Uh, East Carolina taking on Wichita State, John. You're a three-point underdog on the road tonight. It's a long trip. I bet it's nasty and cold and snowy. Ugh, sorry about that. No, nah, it's fine. They're not a very good team. Florida taking on Mississippi State. That's a good game. Uh, let's see if there's any others. Uh, I don't know. Concern on me to real quick, one through five, Clemson's trip to Durham on Saturday. How concerned are you for the Tigers to come out with a victory? Uh, We're going to discuss it a lot more. Yeah, tomorrow, um, right now I'm at a three and a half. You're up against the officials. You're up against the environment, God. right? Listen but but what we talked about earlier with, the Duke, with this Duke team, that they kind of just mess around for a little while and wait for somebody to take over. If Clemson comes out as the aggressor and sets the tone, I think it could be a very good opportunity for the Tigers. Notice I didn't bring this up when there were certain people in the building. I didn't want to hear us talk about it. but Sure. <laughs> but uh, uh, 4 o'clock on, on Saturday, and we will discuss. I, I have a feel. This is just a gut feel, and this will no chance this comes back to haunt me. No chance you want to remember it as I say these words. Okay, No chance that happens, John. Not a chance. 0.0. Odds are greater than Bill Belichick's the coach of the Falcons than this. I think Clemson's about to go on a run. Really? I, I, I think the Tigers have Talk a, to me now. I think the Tigers have a run in them coming within the beginning now. Because they are they've won one of their last one, correct? Yes, that's they, correct. They did not play a midweek game. <laughs> that math checks out, yes. They've won one of their last one. I can handle that math. I thought that now there's Duke on the schedule, obviously on Saturday. There's Louisville at home. There's Virginia at home. There's a trip to North Carolina, a revenge game for the for the Tigers. They played North Carolina well. They played North Carolina very well. Boy, it's going to be a defensive battle. Uh, and then they got Syracuse on the road. Florida State just whipped Syracuse last night. Whipped them. Joe Girard's going to go off. You would think so <laughs> in his homecoming. Miami at home. You you have to get that game. If you're the... You cannot be 0-2 against this Miami team because it's not a great Miami team. I, I, just, I also don't think they're going to walk into Little John and shoot the way they shot down there when Clemson went down to South Beach. It's Valentine's Day. Teddy V's probably refing the game. Oh, don't do that. What? Don't, Teddy V? I don't want to think about Teddy Valentine. Come on. Teddy Valentine on Valentine's Day. You have to have that. TV Teddy. And then NC State comes to town. Got to win that one. Man, we'll get TV Teddy back to back. I, I just feel like there's a little run coming here. I know the schedule is... Interesting, but <laughs> but I, I mean Duke and North Carolina are in this stretch I'm talking about. But John, that's the only two teams that scare me in this league. There's a run coming. There's some evening out from what happened in in earlier this month. I feel it. There's no way that'll come back to home. No one remembers those words. Not a chance. If, if Clemson no one's going to hold this against you whatsoever. If drops three of the next four. There's no way that's going to come back on me. Dang, three of the next four. I'm just saying if. I don't okay. think they are. I'm predicting the other way. I think they win three of the next four. Do you agree? Yes. Oh, you're on the spot with me. Thanks, everybody, for joining us today. Out of Bounds up next. Take care. Talk to you tomorrow. WCCPFM 105.5. Clemson. Greenville Anderson. WAHT AM 1560. Cowpens. 97.5 Spartanburg.